Hey, hey y'all. I'm Danielle. I'm Nicole. And together we make chocolate wasted. So are you ready to get chocolate wasted? What you been sipping on, girl? So, I was in Vegas this past week. And so, um, I was sipping on the rum daiquiris that they had. What happened to what happens in Vegas stays in <laughs> Vegas, Nicole? <laughs> uh, I didn't say anything else, did I? <laughs> So, um, yeah, those rum daiquiris, they were hitting for real, especially because it was like 100 degrees weather out there. Yeah. So you needed you a drink. Yeah. I know, you know, I, Cold we had some something. water. Yeah. But then we was like, man, I need something else. <laughs> so the rum rum daiquiris was good. We went to the um, Breeze Daiquiri Bar. Ooh. Solid. Yeah. Very solid. I know you're going to have to show me a collage. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Wait, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but you can tell your besties. <laughs> So what about you, Dan? Me, um, I tried out. I don't know if I've told told the folks about this one, but I retreated back to a, a old classic of mine, Cabernet. Okay, yeah, um, that is a classic of yours. Yeah, yeah, you already know I like my dry reds. Yeah, um, Juggernaut is what it's called. Oh, Juggernaut. You can oh, get, I've heard about that. See, I saw that. You won't like it. Yeah, because I know you. It's dry. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. dry. Yeah, Juggernaut. Um, my mom actually put me on. And yeah, ran with that. Mm-hmm. So that was my little mellow <laughs> something for uh, for last week. Um, yeah, juggernaut. It's super good to okay. me, but I know that you hate your dry your dry dries. Yeah, and I you know have, we live on them. I gotta have your like sweets. some steak, some actual food with the dries. Oh yeah, salmon steak, like something that's gonna like I can drink dry with that. It is like a dinner wine. Yeah, yeah. Because some of those out there are is. dinner wines, and I'm like, I need dinner with it. I know that you <clears> typically, <throat> like, your sweets are more like dessert wines. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which you don't really need a dessert because it's sweet enough to right. just be the right. dessert. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. hmm You got me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me how your past week been. Past week was productive. Um, I actually had an interview, and I feel like I... I yeah, I feel Yay. like I, I like I killed that one. Um, mm-hmm. so we're gonna wait and hear back on that. Um, and yeah, like I had the the interview went well. So we should hear back something one day. It is in my okay. um within where I work, but it would be in a, working with a different group of students. Okay, so yeah, that was exciting. Other than that, I had to sit my ass down. Just relax. We go and we go and we mm-hmm. go sometimes. And I feel like I just had like a general reminder that was like, Danielle, sit your ass down somewhere. For real. Yeah. And slow down. <laughs> and take some time. Yeah. Yeah. Because we always on the go. We always got something going on. So just to slow down. Yeah. I can agree with that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so what's been in your ear, though? Chocolate wasted music list. Um... Oh yeah, my past week has been great. Oh wait, wait, wait. We was we was advancing. Yeah. We was advancing. I was like, yep, you heard about my week. Bye. <laughs> week has been great. Uh didn't have to go to, you know, I went back to work on Thursday. Okay. Oh, uh, short week, so short week. Short week for me, definitely. Um, it went by fast though. Yeah. I'm so sad. But it was good. Um, one thing we did do was drive out to Cali. See? So that drive, like through the mountains and stuff, yeah. was really peaceful pictures yes okay thank you they're very beautiful yes like it's so beautiful out there mm-hmm. so if you guys ever in vegas or ever in cali and you want to go to the 
the next state, take that drive. How long was the drive? It's like three hours. Okay. But it doesn't feel bad. like that. Especially if you're not running into traffic, it doesn't feel that way. Okay. Because I heard traffic can be awful. And you just vibing. Like on the way back, I I was driving and I was like, oh, we're already here. Wow. But yeah, if you run into traffic, then it's like, okay. Because then you see in mountains on the top of mountains, you're like, okay, can we see some other type Something of else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But that was good. It was just, uh, it was good to get away and relax for a little bit and not have to worry about work. Yeah. You know, and I had to like, let me set my alarm. Let me hurry up and wake up. And right. hustle and bustle. It was just like, hey, vacation mode. You got to enjoy yourself. Yeah. Wind down. Yes. Yes. You deserve that. Thank you. So do you. Look, after that move, <laughs> you really deserve that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm ready. Oh, it's time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now. What's in your ear? <laughs> so, BJ, the Chicago kid. Okay. Um. So, his album came out 11-23. Okay. Uh, but a few songs that I love is Feel the Vibe, Get Away, and uh, Worrying About Worrying About Me. Okay. So, those are like my top songs I love. But the whole album is good. That's a unique dude. Like, it, the whole album is good. Like, he did a really good job on this project. Okay. So, check him out, y'all. We're going to check that out. Yeah. What but- about you? You know, Bay put like together a compilation of songs for me, and I was just like, Bay, you didn't have to do that. <laughs> I'm like, Bay. Yeah. Drake put out this care package and I know it's a it's a collage and a like a um just a a collect a collection of, of songs that we've had but mm-hmm. haven't had uh, unified access to. That's okay. what we can say. Um <laughs> Trust issues. I was listening to trust issues. And how about now? Okay. On the way here. And it was just like, I felt like I had a reunion with mm-hmm. some old tracks that I would have had to go to SoundCloud for. I don't always want to go to SoundCloud. That's true. I got this Apple music. It's just like, let me, yeah, I'm paying let me ride. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, give it to us. So that, um, Paris Morton music. Oh, yeah. Uh, girls those. love Beyonce. I know girls love yeah. Beyonce. Yes, I was just <laughs> like, come on, bae. So the whole track, um, the whole, the whole, the whole compilation, 17 songs. Okay. Yeah. Of some five. Because Take that's, you back to your, yeah. your 20s. Yep. Yep. And just <laughs> like 20s. you said, he gonna come back out with something before the, before the uh, year closes. Yep. Knowing his October ass some somewhere somewhere yeah it might it might just come then <laughs> but yeah that's that's been that's been the wave for the past two days okay yeah yeah well that's good thanks drake for coming on out yes you babe. know appreciate it i, I know like, he new, listening new so <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely so uh, it's time for our raw moment raw moment nicole we're gonna take us into it. We're gonna we gonna intro we gonna intro into it. Um I got a shirt from um a guy that I follow on Instagram, Poetic Style. This is one fine man, first of all. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen him, Nicole, <laughs> but I'm gonna make sure you see him. Um he's he has books and he has shirts, and this shirt that I have on today actually resonated with my spirit. Okay. <laughs> um it it says Guard your heart like he guards his phone. Woo. Note to self. And I was just like, wow. Yeah, because um typically they they either keep it on do not disturb. Right. Or face down. Face down. Or far out of your reach. <laughs> <laughs> if you even think about reach, I got it. I, I got it. I got it. What you what you do what you reaching for? Right? They get super that anxiety kicks in. 
that anxiety kicks in. And I feel like we as women, we we avail so much of ourselves. And a lot of times men, they are so closed off. Yeah. And um, don't you dare reach for that goddamn phone. So if you don't have good intentions for my heart, don't you goddamn reach for it. Exactly. Don't. I'm guarding my I'm guarding my heart like he guard his phone. You got to back up. So if you you reaching for your phone, do not disturb. I'm I'm reaching for my heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got that face down. You got your phone face down. Okay. I got my heart face do down. Do not disturb. <laughs> for what? All for the what? time. It's a fair trade. I mean, we out here guarding. Yeah. Just two different things. Yep. Like always. <laughs> I mean, because who has the time? I you know? don't. As I you don't. get older, you realize you don't have the time nor the energy to to spend on people. No. Not people who don't have the right intentions. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have the right intentions. You Mm-mm. know, everything is about you. Oh, girl. That's another subject. That is. <laughs> that is because whew, you had me sit straight up at this. You was like, oh, you hit that. <laughs> you hit that real good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if it's always about you. Have you ever had those conversations, though, where you like you you they ask about you, but it's a segue in for them talking about themselves. Definitely. And they talk easily more about themselves than they do about wondering, like, how your day was. Yes. Like, how was your day? Okay. Okay, Well, I'm I'm out. I'm out doing this. This is what I got today. This this is what I'm I'm doing. doing. Yep. Damn. Damn. (laughs) But like, you know, my day was it was nice. It was cool. Right. Thanks for asking. Right. You know? All right, cool. We got that out the way. Now, about me. Right. Well, geez. Jeez. I know you had a lot to share, but geez. Right. Can we can we, can we? we balance this out? A little duality in this conversation? Thank you. Goddamn. It's not always about you. Speaking of, speaking of, it's not always about you. Sometimes <laughs> you got to reclaim your time. You do. You do. You have to reclaim it and you have to realize, like, you know what? I've expended too much time on a situation. Yeah. Yeah. Spend it too much time on this, you know, this person, this thing, whatever. Time is currency, my love. So I got to go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know, like, maybe it's because you get, I don't know if you get a certain age or just like things start to increase with your life or whatever happens. But you just get to that point where it's like, yo, I'm going to be hardcore. Yeah. I'm going to be straightforward. I'm tired of playing. Thank you. I'm Your face in it all. I can't eat, you know. Thank I'm, you. <laughs> I swear, we need to we need to get somebody in here like a videographer yeah. because yes, we need facial expressions trapped. <laughs> we need them to see. <laughs> Definitely, I'm tired of playing. I'm tired of playing games, and that's I, I feel like as I seen another post mm-hmm. relates directly to this. He plays and he gets away with what he does, and he continues to put you through what he does because he can. Yep. That because he can is because you let it happen. Yep. What you allow will continue to progress. To progress. And so you have to like, at some point, you have to stop and think like, nah. What am I allowing? Because it's not just, stuff ain't just happening to you. What are you allowing? Mm-hmm. You got to cut the cord. Yep. Yep. Cut it. Sure. Done. Move on. Cut. Cut it. <laughs> Cut, cut it. it. Hey. <laughs> I remember that hit. Crazy. You need to cut it. That was what, yeah. three, four years ago? Dang. Whatever it was, that was just, that That's was crazy it how these right songs there. come in and out. Cut it. Cut, cut it. it. Cut it. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, you got to learn when, when, to, when to transition out. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the reason why we, you know, that was our raw moment. You know, yep. guard your heart like guard, like he guards his phone. Yeah. Always remember that, ladies. For real. Next time he pull that phone up, when you go to put your hand close to it, you better clutch that heart. And then what's up with them guarding their phone, but then be trying to look into yours? Oh, I can't stand a nosy ass peeker, but want to be all discreet. So you kind of want to look and see and be all, but then right. at the same time, you want to guard access, yours. Access denied. Bye. Again, let me guard this heart. <laughs> Bye, Roger. <laughs> Go home, Roger. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good and raw. <laughs> Definitely. So this week, you know, I like to always kind of circle back on what we just wrapped up. Mm-hmm. We killed that part one and part two, 21 questions. Yep. And then we had the relationships. The relationship do's, do's and don'ts. don'ts. I had some great feedback. One of my coworkers was like, oh, so I feel like I know you know you now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, first of all, go back to your seat. Right. Like, uh, go back. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So we'll be hitting them with this week. Today, we are hitting with random thoughts. Random thoughts. Our random thoughts. It don't matter, you know, whatever we wonder. Because, you know, sometimes you you may wonder things Mm -hmm. or just have some random thoughts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we gonna get it out today. And you kind of like I was always thinking about it. Was I was afraid to say it, right? So we ain't afraid to say. We're it. not afraid to say it. We gonna say it for you. So we have random thoughts today. Yeah. Anything that comes to mind, we just gonna say it. You know, open, open, openly, form. Open, open form. form. <laughs> so when y'all listen to this, it's an open forum. So come back with us. Like, yeah, I agree with that random thought. Yeah, that you had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what it is. That's what it is. I have one right at the tip. I know. Look, I see look, you. Look, I'm ready like, to jump out the van though, real quick. Um, why is it such a stigma when it comes to not all? Mm-hmm. Because before I release this thought, I am not generalizing all black men. Right. But right. why is it that most black men are able to? honor and cherish women of other races. Okay. Come on with it. Why is it that black men are able to value that woman, honor that woman, love that woman and display affection to that woman when the black woman in his life or past tense, the black women that have been in his life weren't able to receive that same expression? I've always wondered that. Like, I've always wondered that. Because you see how they will go above and beyond. They won't do it for their own kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they get with the next person, the next woman. Yeah. It will go above and beyond yeah. for that child. Yeah. And you like, man. Yeah. <laughs> but you ain't going to do it for your own kids? For real. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. I think, too, it depends on, I would say, like, it's right, white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And just like the the close closeness to whiteness, mm-hmm. you know. So even though she may not be white, but she's Latina, she's not black, right? You know. And a lot of it has to do with anti anti blackness and self hate. Yeah, I think that that's a major part of it, a major part of it. And also too, <laughs> part of this might be this <clears throat> black man birthed of black mother birthed of black father. How often do you see the black woman or the black mother not being appreciated as she should? Yeah. Okay, so we have black son who expects black mom 
to just be there. Yeah. We expect Black son to be able to call on Black mom and she's supposed to be at his beck and call whenever he needs her. But Mm. how often does Black son check in on Black mom? Mm. How often does Black son acknowledge the love that he has for Black mom? So then turn into a Black man, not Black boy anymore. And he has a Black woman. And he expects Black woman to be there at his beck and call whenever he needs her. He expects Black black woman to to be there in his corner yeah he expects black black woman to just be and that's why i go so hard for black women to get away from coddling black men yeah and trying to spare their feelings yeah they need truth because we've gotten truth we've been raised yeah why black men have been loved in the community we've been raised Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm and they need to start being raised as well. Yeah. Yeah. We need both being raised and loved. Yep. Because uh, what what happens is mama coddles black man. Yeah. Then the woman's supposed to coddle black man. Who's coddling the black woman? No one. We ain't never had. Okay. We got mama who's do this so you can be a good, good woman for this man. Yep. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, we, we get we get the training, you know, we get how to be a good black woman 101 since day one or how to keep man, you know, how to how do you keep first of all, what needs to happen in the black community for us black women, for us black um, girls mm-hmm. in our upbringing as well, how to keep yourself. Yes. Put yourself first, put yourself being happy. How to keep yourself. Self-love. Okay, self-care, love. self, self-care, self, self-love, self all of that. Because we growing up out here as, as women in our 30s, women entering 40s, maybe in our 50s on second, third marriages, and we still don't know how to properly love ourselves. So then we we reaching out here. Yep. Because I, I know I know how to love him properly, but I don't know how to love myself properly. Yep. Like I said, because we're being taught, we're being raised mm-hmm. to, hey, this is what you got to do for that when you get older. No, no. You got to you got to be domesticated. <laughs> you got to cook clean. Right. You got to wash his drawers, fold them, iron his work clothes. Make sure dinner's hot when it comes when he comes home. Make sure you don't complain about your day. But when a black man vents to you, that's the best compliment that you could. Re- <laughs> Come on, man. Right. <laughs> That is not a compliment to me at all. <laughs> Man, like I would love, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I Circling back to last episode, just mm-hmm. real quick. I love to have good conversation with my significant other, right? Mm-hmm. For you to tell me about your day, for you to let me know what's going on in your life. I always want to know about that. Yes. But am I going to be your receptacle for everything that you're going through? No. All the time. No, because we got to be able to deal with things sometimes on an individual level. It has to be a difference. And I think that's the key in society is people learning the difference. Yeah. People learning the difference between I'm going home and having an open conversation and dialogue with my person, with my woman, with my man. Mm -hmm. And then me having serious issues that I need to go to therapy for. Yes, that's it right there. Because this is n- by no means am I saying I don't want my husband or my 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 man to come to me with concerns or things that he's feeling or whatever the case might be. But if it's only me that you're talking to to, to about these things and there are some grave issues, 
some 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 mental health issues, borderline right. issues, I can't I can't be the the source of the fix all the time. No. When it's beyond me. And then on top of that, you're imperfect and you dealing with your own issues. On top of now, somebody else's issues. And often, come on now, this. Here, t- <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say it's random thoughts. It is random thoughts. <laughs> it is come. super random. Um, how, how do we get to a point where now the black woman, like I've been in relationships where mm-hmm. I felt like I've had some legitimate concerns and I've dealt with some shit and I've honestly just needed somebody to talk to mm-hmm. and we we don't really get that same ear. Oh yeah, we don't. We don't get that same ear. Because we like, I think as as black women, we're getting to the point where we're able to be vulnerable with each other now. Mm-hmm. But then in relationships, you still have to be very careful with that because it's like if I get too vulnerable, he's going to use that against me. Right. He's going to throw in, "Oh, you crazy," or he's going to he's going to throw it in at the right time to hurt you. Oh wait, you got too many things going on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's their favorite line and excuse to give us. But then when they have a lot of stuff going on, we're expected to still be there for them. We're expected to stand by and hold on and hold them down. Yeah. No. I can't do that. <laughs> this is a dope concept for I today. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't do that at all. Randomness. Um, But another random thought to back that up. Yeah. That I had was... I know for me, myself, I have to say, I'm saying this on the podcast because I'm just being honest. Right. I'm not a ride or die. I'm not. Sorry. I'm not going to ride and I'm not going to die with you. <laughs> I'm not a ride or die. At this, this moment in my time, once, once you hit 30 and you realize like, okay, it's time. Like, yeah, 20s was the struggle. T- 20 was the fun, playing game, you know, doing whatever. Right. But I'm 30 now. Right. That means that I can't go back to how I was. Right. I got myself now. Right. Because, yeah, you still have family. You still have friends. They're going to be there for you. But these bills is coming in your name. Right. This is your credit. Right. This is like, this is your life. Right. So when you get to that point, it's like, no. We ain't out here I'm playing anymore. Take, for me, I'm always going to take the next opportunity. Period. If it's another job that comes along that pays me more and offers me a better position, I'm going to take it. Right. Why? Right. Why if it's, If it's a man that is more attentive that avails himself a more uh, an emotional basis uh, or... And, and let, me, let me just say this too. If he has more money, why not? Because at the end of the day, I'm thinking about my future and my kid's future. Okay. I'm tired of the struggle of, I'm tired of the struggle families. No offense. Right. We having kids, people are having kids out here and you bringing them and don't get me wrong. I love kids and kids, right. God loves kids, but they're growing up in a struggle environment. Yeah. Not healthy. And I'm not saying even the hood. I'm saying in the suburbs too, just what, wherever they're growing up in environment because it's like, hey, I look at how we was born. Yeah. Whereas like, yeah, our mom kind of wanted us, but at the same time, wasn't really ready. Really wasn't prepared. I want to be prepared. Yeah. I want to make sure like, hey, I have your, your, your trust fund ready. I got your college fund. I got everything set up ready for you. Right. Um. Damn. There was this, this post that I had seen and it was talking about uh, kids who are not not. I don't want to call the babies accidents, mm-hmm. but I mean babies that were born just not from plan fuck, from y'all yeah. fucking just out here fucking. Okay, <laughs> random thoughts. Okay, just random, just y'all out here, mm-hmm. just out here. Now, boom, here's a child. Now, 
entering into the universe and this is a, a divided family or uh, a mother and father who perhaps never wanted to really even be together. And now y'all are connected for a lifetime because of some random fucking that you was doing and you weren't <laughs> intentional about what you was doing. Right. My kids are going to be intentional. Yes. Yes. And if and if it look, I respect those who um who try to make shit work. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Ain't no we going to we going to uh, try to work this out for the kid. No, because no. then you're raising a child yes. in a unhealthy environment where that Trust me when I hear me when I tell you. We both got stories. Okay, hear me when I tell you. Mm-hmm. Coming from a family where my parents, uh, my parents were divorced at nine. I was nine, mm-hmm. and my my baby brother was one. Mm-hmm. Or getting ready to turn one, I think. We feel as a child. I felt shit was not right. You know. Because you know. as, my parents divorced when I was like 23, 24. But yeah. they should have been divorced that long time ago. Okay. When okay. I was five, they should have been divorced. So this is a 17-year stretch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when I tell you, when I finally heard, I was like, congratulations about time. Because you two didn't need to be together for this long. Toxic as fuck to each other. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I grew up in a two-parent household. So it's like, hey. Just because you grow up in a two-parent household does not mean that you're better. No. Especially if your parents are not healthy, if your parents are not going to therapy, if your parents are not dealing with their issues. Nope. If if your parents are not really getting the help that they need. What example are they setting for you? That's not a two-parent household you want to brag on. No. And it's it's not an example that it's not a good, it's not to come at moms or come at dads. But it's just like, I feel like our parents, they had their own struggles and they reach adulthood and they trying to you know, sort shit out, figure it out for themselves. And they, they base things on tradition. Well, we're not supposed to get divorced. We're right. supposed to try to work this out. Fuck all that. To heal because, with tradition. Because if you're not happy, that's where the sustainment is for me. Like, if we can't be happy together, if we, yeah, sometimes shit gets rocky. Right. But if we can't come to a common ground where we're going to mutually work to progress to a, a safe place again a happy place within this relationship we can't do this shit right um i've i've seen a thing that like uh you know we're toxic relationships Mm -hmm. right people always want to say oh well he was the toxic one in the relationship bitch you was toxic too yeah because in order for you to allow this relationship to progress to be what it is or uh, him to allow the relationship to progress to where it is y'all was both toxic and you have to look at and realize that you have to admit that to yourself sometimes. Yeah. I am attracted to, to toxic relationships. Because I'm toxic my damn self. Yeah. That's that's what that comes from. Like, I, you know, I'm attracted to that. Or I like a little bit of it. Or sometimes, hey, I'm bored. Yep. But you got to admit that. You yeah. have to be able to admit that. Like, right. hey, yep, that's but me. Don't don't get upset when, <laughs> that's me. when the relationship doesn't materialize to yeah. something that is fruitful. Yeah. Ooh, I got another random thought. Go ahead. So this girl posted on Twitter... Um, it was like men are not allowed to leave the relationship is not if it's not fulfilling for them. And I'm like, hmm, they're not. And I'm like, but I I get it because what she was saying is, you know how as women we can be like, oh, it's not fulfilling. He's not doing X, Y, and Z or this and that, mm-hmm. and we can chuck up the deuces. Right. But on the men's side, it's like either they have to say 
because they're going to get judged. Because if they leave, it's like you wasted my time. Mm-hmm. Or you wasn't, you know, or you wasted my time. You wasn't up front, but it was like, did he really waste your time or was it fulfilling to a certain point? Hmm. And then he realized, okay, no, this is not the relationship for me. Right. Because we do that all the time. As women, we do. We look and be like, okay, you know what? No, this is not the relationship for me or this is a guy that I can't continue to date. Right. And we don't get judged for that. Girl, go ahead. That's that's what's up. And at first I was like, no, that's not true. I and really then, feel like that man shouldn't either, though, because when self-care is not gender specific. Yeah, that's true. It's not gender specific. So if I'm not being fulfilled, whether I'm a man or a woman, and I bring this to your attention and we're working towards something and it's just not working out. Two yeah. fingers and a thumb. But what I'm saying is that they get judged more. And which I could, I could I can, agree. And I can agree with oh, that. Oh, well, you left that. She was a good girl. Yeah. This, that, yeah. No. And I and I can agree with that. Where yeah, they do get judged more, and we do got to have we do have to stop that part of it because it was another post that kind of ties into this where men. Where was it at? Are you you scrolling to find yeah, it? Yeah, I got because, it. Because okay, yeah, oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Because when when they are so when they're judged to a point where they feel like they can't leave, mm-hmm. then that's when the I'm stepping outside of this oh, relationship yeah. comes in. That's or when they get you, bitter, or they get bitter and they start treating you bad, and then or I got a baby on the way. Yeah, boy, yep. if that ain't a heartbreaking conversation, I got a baby on the way, mm-hmm. and you like the fuck, right? Where does come from? Mm-hmm. From a lack of communication, from uh, a lack of upfront expectation. Yep. He wasn't being, he wasn't happy. And and I always tell like the male friends I have, if you're not happy, leave. For real. Why stay in an unfulfilling situation? Why? Right. You right. know you're not 100% happy. Right. That goes both ways. That goes both ways. It does. But it, it tied into this. It tied, well, I, I tied it into myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> But somebody posted, if men married the women they actually liked instead of marrying who society says marriage material, y'all wouldn't cheat and y'all would be happier. For real. Because I feel like a lot of times dudes do this. Yep. You like strippers, right? Marry one. Bet y'all live happier (laughs) ever after. Stop lying to yourself. Right. If you if you a wild boy, you need a wild girl. Okay. Find your equal. Find someone you yoke to instead of giving that church girl girl ulcers and heart attack because she ain't with the shits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. I've been saying this for some years. Right. Because I have, I mean, I have family members. They, I'm not going to name them, but they are males in my family who I'm like, you marrying this woman because of society. You marrying this woman yeah. because of church. You marrying this woman, but you know you really you attracted know to you this don't other want woman. This one, and then you're gonna you stress this her wild out. woman out here who she probably <laughs> like. If I go to church this Sunday, I'll go. If not, I won't go. Marry her. I'm not gonna judge you because at least you're marrying your equal. You marrying somebody who makes you who, happy, right? Who meets you where you at? Y'all know y'all be hoes out here, but y'all want to go ahead and try to marry a wholesome woman. Don't marry the marry a hoe. Marry a hoe. <laughs> Mary, you're equal. <laughs> and if somebody judges, say, Nicole, this person judge me, judging me, and I will go after them. I will stand in your corner and be happy. Okay. Mary, you're equal. Mary, you're equal. Football because you out here yes. ruining motherfuckers <laughs> out here because you want to marry somebody that society says is for you. That's going to prove, you know, by it's being approved by your family. I don't care. When I meet people's family, uh-huh. I don't care if they like me or not. If you like me, cool, great. If you don't like me, okay. Whatever. I'm not fucking you. I'm not. 
I'm not dating you at all. If we progress into a relationship, I'm not marrying you. <laughs> Some people say exactly. like, oh, will you marry the man you're marrying his family? Nope. No. I used to. So look, I was, um, I can't even really call this like, like we was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. We weren't in a relationship. Situationship. It was nothing because situationships <laughs> it was nothing. aren't anything. Right. Right. Um, so I was talking to this dude <laughs> um, and like his mom would call me mm-hmm. um, and, you know, just ask about like what was going on with me and this and that. And I felt like, OK, now my foot's in the door, like I'm getting mm-hmm. closer, you know, and it's just like, no, gee, you not like not at all, not at all. Like and, and I think that sometimes I feel like women think that when they connect more with his family that is connecting more with him and no. it's not because his family is not your fucking family his family is not your friend his sister's not your friend his brother is not riding for you this this man could be out here fucking any and everybody and they're gonna do the same shit yep. with all of them <laughs> all hey girl, of them have them around hey girl, how you doing how you been, girl? Get invited to family functions. Family functions. That particular family function. Oh, that's that's my that's my that's my uh, friend from high school knowing damn well that's your brother's side chick. Okay. <laughs> but you gonna lie, right? Okay. So yeah, meeting the family. It ain't shit. It's not. It ain't shit. Don't care. Nope. Don't care. I don't impress. I don't. When I come out the house, I'm not coming out the house and impress anybody. No. Not anymore. Now the place where I'm at now. Yeah. I really thought that meant something mm-hmm. at that time. Baby, I really thought <laughs> this <laughs> meant, that this meant something. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. no. 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 Don't no. Damn thing. Tell your mom stop fucking calling me. Because <laughs> I know it don't mean shit. It don't mean anything. Not at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could see once we get more into a relationship. But like at the beginning stages, I really feel like your the parents shouldn't be... I mean, in, even if the parents are... Are don't get caught up with that. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 we sh- it shouldn't be a main factor. Mm-hmm. Like you still getting to know the person that you dating. Exactly. Let and are they gonna be around next week? For real. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So no. Yeah, you're right <laughs> though. Are they trigger warning? <laughs> <laughs> are they gonna be around next week? Okay. Because the way this dating game is now, man. You know. People think that they need to hang around and stick around for situations because they've been in it for a long time. Oh, no. I'm so past that now. Like I said, I'm not ride or die. We've invested so much time. We, we've we been talking for about, what, 11 years or we've been talking for three years. Or it don't matter. We, we've been talking for, so, hey, somebody can come around the corner. Right. Right quick. now. <laughs> right now. Thank you. And be like, look. For real. And be for real. And be for real. And be intentional and be mentally stable, be yep. emotionally aware, be connected with his motherfucking self. Yes. And I feel like this is all going to have like all these things, they come they come to surface when you finally are more self-aware. Yeah. When you when you get self-aware and you really start tuning into who you are and what you require. Yeah. And you don't settle anymore. You yep. don't settle in anything in your life anymore. The universe God, they will start to attract and throw things your way. Period. Period. It's law of attraction. Yeah. Manifest. That's for real. That's it. <laughs> Intentional. When you have intentions on this is what how I want my life to be. Yeah. This is how I want, you know, my future to be set up. Yeah. This is the exact house that I want. 
Yeah. This is the exact person, partner I want in a per. you know. This is the dollar amount that I will have in my account. Look, to the penny. When you start to manifest that and when you start to speak those things over your life. Yeah. God has nothing but be like, okay. Okay. You're That's level, yours. You're, level, you're leveling up. You That's get yours. You get to the place I want you to get to. That's yours. You got it. You got it. Um, somebody had posted something that said, uh, the life that you want is going to require that you give up your old one. Yeah. And a lot of times I feel like out of com- comfortability, we hold on to what's familiar because we don't we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know or we can't identify with ourselves outside of it. Yeah. You got to be able to say, OK, this this is not working. So yes. what I want cannot come while I'm holding on. What can you catch when your hands are full? Yep. What can you what can you catch when your hands are full? Your hands are full of old shit. But yet you expect something miraculous and wonderful and marvelous and beautiful and fancy and refreshing and brand new to make itself available to you. But how are you going to catch on to it? You got to let some things go. Let some shit go. Matter of fact, hey. If you gotta let your if you gotta let go of your old life, just let it all go. Right, release, release it. Shameless plug. <laughs> release it. Shameless book plug. Release. <laughs> release. Yes. Yes. For real. Release it. Release it. Let that shit ride, because life is short. It is. Life is short, and I feel like a lot of times we just we're so conditioned to try to just make shit work. I mean, because it's it's like, again, we're really only like, especially for black people, we're really only what, you know, slavery was, slavery was what, 400 some years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, 150 years removed yeah. from the descendants of that. So you think about it, we are still letting go a lot of trauma, trauma that's been passed down. Generational for, yes. trauma. So a lot of the tradition this shit stops here. <laughs> Should have seen her face <laughs> here. Here, <laughs> a lot of tradition and a lot of stuff that we are holding on to. Yeah, I'm glad our generation is really like, nah, I can't Not take with that it. with me. I, nah, I can't have. I can't raise my kids that way. Not with it. Nope. I can't. Y'all can have it. So a lot of that, I got to hold on to this. That comes from that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie, we didn't have much. Right. Our answers didn't have much. So it's like, I got to hold on to this. I got to hold on to this man. I got to hold on. This is family. So this you is get this. you get accustomed to operating with a yes. little bit. Yeah. But we got to let that go. No. Nah. We got to release it. I need all of that. We got to release it. All of that. <laughs> not no little piece. Not no fucking crumbs. No. Not happy with that. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. You got another random thought? I got another random thought. Oh, well, go ahead. <laughs> Why is it that black women are supposed to conform to the white man's way in the workplace? <sighs> I had a I had a boss. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even like to say boss. I had a he's a vice president. He was like, um, I like it when you wear your hair like that. I was like, OK, mm-hmm. like. As opposed to my curly hair, the way that it naturally sprouts out of my scalp. Right. He was like, no, 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 no. That's not that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. He was just like, I just, damn, Danielle. <laughs> he was in a jam. He was in a jam. Right. Because I'm like, what do you mean? So, you know, I made an effort to make sure that I rarely straighten my hair. Mm-hmm. 
anymore. Yeah. I come with the wave slicked back. I come with my curls dripping. I come in there with a turban wrapped up. Because, like, I just really feel like you're going to get me for who I am. And there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. I'm actually thinking about locking this shit up. You, hey, if that's what if that's your choice, you will look beautiful with it. Thank you, babe. I have a lot of family members who are just like, no, don't do it. You love your, you love your curls. You don't understand. But at the end of the day, it's just here. It is. And I could cut this shit off if, you can if cut I it want off, to. Throw it back again. Do whatever you want. Like, once I cut my hair, it was like, I could do whatever I want with this mug. Right. If I want to cut it shorter, I will. If I want to grow it back, I will. Right. Because what's to it? What's to it? It's, it's just hair. hair. That's it. It's hair. And I mean, like, why should I? Like, I've seen family members of mine who literally have had the same fucking hairstyle <laughs> since <laughs> I since I was a child. Mm. They'd be like, gee, same color, <laughs> same cut, same style. I'm like, yeah, you you're not ever? bored? Right. You're not bored at all? Like, I mean, I love my curls. And I mean, sometimes that's kind of what gets me mm-hmm. to say, okay, now nah, I'm not going to lock it up yet. Because there's a lot of versatility that comes with yeah. either straightening it or um, doing a twist out or right. updo, whatever you want to do. Whatever, it. Right. right? But I'm just like, sometimes I feel like we just put so much time into, what am I going to do with my hair? Mm-hmm. And it's just stressful. Yeah. This shit is stressful. It's stressful. Like I said, when I went on this vacation, I'm like, I took some product just to make sure it's not dried out. Right. That was it. And it was it. Got in the shower, do a little boom, bit. Boom, boom, boom. The curls is here. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Now, no, oh, well, it's too humid out here. I can't really, uh, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? I can't wrap my hair. Oh, I uh, can't get in the pool. Like, it didn't even matter. It doesn't. Not at all. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe by the end of this year, shit just might be locked up. Go ahead and lock it up. But to answer your question, when it comes to like performing in the workplace, I am so tired of it. Like I am so tired of it. It's like if we're too quiet. Well, you're quiet. You're not really engaging with people. Am I really, or I'm just trying to get my work done? Or you're too loud and you're too like, you right. know, you're, you you're too social. You're too social. You know that doesn't really make because we see you up from your desk all the time. Which one is it? Like they really want black you, women. To you be, don't know to what be. to be. Yules. They want us to just yule our way through. Mm. Sally can over here can sit here and spread spread a whole rumor and go here and y'all not gonna fire her. It's gonna take it's gonna take three years before y'all decide to fire her. Right. We actually had that happen actually in the workplace. <laughs> um, you it thought about it like it wasn't a Sally. It was mm-hmm. like it was a it was a it was a male counterpart uh-huh. of, of, of a chad of yes it, it was a chad um or brad um and he he actually he was making like advances mm-hmm. at a lot of women and like um i caught him like looking down my shirt a couple times oh. and i was just like uncomfortable right. so I, like i like i would stop engaging with him he made a pass at one of the older black women Mm -hmm. in the office wasn't fucking having it. Mm. She went to HR. She was like, he told me he like, I think he told her that he wanted to see her drop it down low or something like, oh Oh, my God. Brad or Chad was really out of his shit. Right. And this is a married man. I mean, not to say the fuck does that mean? It don't really matter. Um, Like, uh, he he wanted to see her drop it down low or something. And she was just like, oh, nah. 
told. Years went by. <laughs> they didn't do nothing. This man kept coming at women, kept saying inappropriate shit, um, kept just, he's just mm-hmm. out of out of pocket, mm-hmm. you know, until one day he finally touched her. Mm. Like, um, went to like, he put her his hand on the small of her back and like went to, oh, I was like, yeah. So what are y'all going to wait until he like physically like what rapes her right. or like what, like what to what extent? What to extent? what extreme do right. we have to go in order to be protected? Yeah, that's... Because if I slap the shit out of him, now you're going to fire me. You're going to fire me. He gets written up, but then I get walked out. Right. What do they call that? Uh, desk, like desk duty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Report to desk duty. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. No. Nah. There's... No. Yeah, no. these thoughts have been so random. I'm just like going back <laughs> through my head about all the shit that we've done touched on. Right. This episode. Wow. We really do hope y'all like this random thoughts because I think y'all can really, you know, take away and add to it. My gosh. Y'all can take away and add to it and stuff like that. For real. But another random thought I had, um, it's not really random. It's something I came across. Yeah. But I can agree with um, unmarried women with kid with no kids are the healthiest and happiest yes. population subgroup. Man. And that thought I agree with all the way. And and the reason why I agree with that is because I look at my life and I see people who are married and yeah. have kids and their kids are beautiful. My my extra nieces and nephews out there, I love y'all. I appreciate them because it makes me not want to have kids anytime soon. Period. (laughs) So I appreciate them. But I realized, like, I am happy. Like, I can get a chance to get up. I got my own space, my own crib. I leave when I want to hang out with my friends. If I want to plan and and I want to travel, I don't have to worry about kids. And I don't have to answer to a man either. I'm cracking up on the inside (laughs) right now. Because black, black men who aren't married are in the same category. <laughs> Even if they have kids, <laughs> they still go out when they want to. Right. They look, I've I'm sorry, Dad, but when I was younger, my dad used to leave me at my grandma's. <laughs> like, and I was just like, damn, I hate being over here all the time. <laughs> you know, or like you feel like, mm-hmm. okay, you as a black woman, single, no kids, mm-hmm. free roam. Right. You get to come and go as you please. How often is it the black man? There's a lot of great black fathers right. out here. So yeah. before y'all even try it, but there's a lot of black fathers who really put p- their parenting on responsibilities their, yes. on their parents. Their parents. Yep. Yep. Mm-mm. They do. On I've their parents. seen it done generation over generation. On their parents. On their parents. And be mad when they when their parents is tired. Yeah. Like, do you understand that your parents did this already? They they done raising kids. They just want to be able to enjoy their grandkid for a little bit and send them back home. Right. That's it. Whole weekend strapped. That's the reason why I love being an auntie. I can be TT for a few hours. Hey, hey TT. You want to spend a night? Hey, and yeah. drop me right back off. You going home. Here, here's your mama. <laughs> At the end of the day, you going <laughs> home. 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 <laughs> here's your mama. Here you go. You go back to your mama. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's it. TT got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. Okay. So it's just like, 
yeah, like black, they still, they're able to do that, whether they're married or not. <laughs> Where women, black women. We got to be single or married. Single. Look, so live your life right now, Nicole. Man, all, that's all I'm saying is live it. And for the married women out there who are listening and kind of like, dang, live your life too. Mm-hmm. Give your husband some more responsibility. You know, communicate, of course. Yeah. But hey, I'm about to go and have a self-care day. Yeah. Here's the kids. Peace. Two fingers and a thumb. Peace. If it's Y'all date good. night, let him figure out how they're going to, who's going to watch the kids one night. Right. It shouldn't always be your responsibility. Right. Right. These are just some ways that you can try to recoup some of your happiness back, ladies. Because I know you guys are married. So, hey, it's a partnership. But, hey, it got to be a two-way street. For real. And that's yeah. the only way I'm going to get married and have kids. It got to be a two-way uh, street. Equal responsibility 100%, around 100%. here. 100%. Yeah. Not no 50-50. There's no, oh, well, I work and I come home and I pay the bills. Sir, I didn't lay down and have these kids myself. So you going to change some diapers? Right. You going to read to them? Or wh- <laughs> why is it that like like some some of the, and it's not just black men, but some men, period. Yes. Men, fathers act like they don't know what to do with their damn kids. But women can have a full itinerary. Okay. You better watch and learn. You better figure it Stop, out. Stop, look, listen. Some pull up a damn. Figure it out. Pull up Chocolate Wasted Podcast. Get <laughs> <laughs> some independence about yourself what and figure I do? this out. What should I do with my kids, man? Are we going to sit in the house and, you know, wait till your mom come home? No, you better take them kids out. Do something. That's why I say big ups to my brother-in-law, for real, because he, my sister got active. plans or whatever. I love an active black man. And what man. he does is, like, if he know he has to work, he'll take them on a train with him. They'll yeah. take lunch. They'll go to stores. Like, big up, big up to him, for real. Like, he... That is one of the most attractive things in a man and a father period for him to like see a black man out active with his child doing stuff with and yeah without the mom exactly like i'm not saying like he has to be a single dad right. that's not it but like seeing a black man intentionally taking Invest. his it, for real because it is an investment investing in your kids your kids are going to grow up and be like oh you know what's your fondest memory with your dad um uh Right. Well, I like when my mom. You know, right. Right. <laughs> you I mean, like, look, you know, like my dad, he's a very special kind man. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. But even I still can go back and be like, yo, I have memories of my dad. I have memories of yeah. me and my dad doing this, going to the movies or, yeah. you know. Going to the we, movies. You know. Going bowling. Even like, though my mom still was kind of main one doing a lot of work. Right. But, you know, yeah. I will say my dad did do some key things. My he dad did. did. You spend yeah. some time. You know, I give him a little bit of credit for We that. went to, tri- we went on, tri- <laughs> you know, we went to Wisconsin Dales. Mm-hmm. We went to, we went to, we went, go, we went to go swimming. We went to go uh, golfing. We went to go bowling. We went, right. you know, he had me active in doing sports and stuff. Yeah. He, you know, um, cooking together. Di- just different things that you can do with your kid. Yeah. And they'll look back and be like, damn, you know, my dad, he was an all right dude. Yeah, he was an all right dude. So it's like, like I said, like big ups to my brother, big ups to other men out there who literally take the time and say, you know, and really invest in their kids mm-hmm. and realize like you don't have to be, you don't have to wait for your wife. Right. To do family day, because if she has something to do, you need to be stepping in. It's your equal responsibility. She did not she lay down. She gets tired. She gets tired. We both working. Like it, I don't have to plan and coordinate everything. So... For the ones, please don't plan. Do not coordinate. <laughs> don't, hey, is it okay if I take the kids? No, you are their dad. 
like the movies where the mom writes out a list of <laughs> right. like he has to eat at this time. You are the he, dad. Like, hey, <laughs> don't forget you're his dad. <laughs> I'm no. taking the girls here. I'm taking the boys here. Y'all, you have a good day. Right. That's it. Bye. That's that's it. That's all you got to do. Mm-mm. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Bad. You got another one? I don't. I've, I think I'm, I've, I've emptied all of my randomness. <laughs> <laughs> we empty our randomness. Yeah. So I think uh, at this moment, you know, for, so next week we can really stay on topic. <laughs> yeah, we can because we, we don't or have no, week, we right. don't have no random in our system. Right. So these are going to be coming like, you know, every blue moon. Yeah. Random episodes. Oh, yes. for sure. Because random we got to, we got to be able to release yeah. that. Because, you, you know, we just had this battled up. Yeah. And sometimes it's, you don't really want to do a whole full topic or a f- whole full episode. You just want to, you know. This is our diary. Yes. Our thoughts. Chocolate Wasted <laughs> Podcast is literally our diary in verbal form. Yes. Yes, it is. But um, I'm actually happy we did this episode. Yes. And it wasn't like, it was just like yes. basically <laughs> all off the dome. Like just here. Here, just everywhere. For real. So if you if you take away from this, please let us know. Please. You know, hashtag chocolate wasted, chocolate wasted pod, but hashtag, you know, join the conversation. Let us know what you think of this episode. Um, let us know your random thoughts. Yeah. Cause I know you have some. Definitely. We we want to hear about it. Definitely want to hear about it. I see it. you got some shout outs. Yeah. So they came in um our DMs. So you got Transparent Trap House Pod. Ooh. I know it was, a, I had to take that time. That, that is one. a name. <laughs> and then Cashmere Thoughts. Um, yeah. Shout out to them. They um, posted us. So we just want to shout out to them. Yeah. Um, they're both, Cashmere Thoughts are definitely men. And I think Transparent Trap House it, podcast is a um, guy as well. Okay. So check them out. Um, They're kind of new to the game, but not new to the game. So yeah, yeah check them out. Support them, y'all. You know, we need to build support and and bring awareness. Yes, because that's how we grow. Yes, and there's an audience for all of us. Definitely, and it's not going to take away from any of us. It's not. That's why I don't mind shouting people out on this podcast because it's not going to take away. Nope. So shout out to them. Check them out, please. They're available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much any and everywhere you can find them. Yeah. So check them out. Let's do it. Let them know. I was sitting here trying to waste. Yes. <laughs> Chocolate Wasted told me to listen. Yeah. Yes. Get Wasted Wednesday. Oh, so the previous one we had. Drama roll up the partition, please. (laughs) (laughs) Brown skin girl. Skin just like like pearls. (laughs) The best thing in the world. (laughs) Yes, that's a cut right there. And I just love, Yance, she did that. Yeah. She did that. She did. She really did that because our brown skin girls need something to to represent them, um, to make them remember mm-hmm. and to be aware that there is nothing like them. Exactly. That you are irreplaceable, that you are having undefinable beauty and to be able to resonate with that. Yeah. That's like a, a affirmation. The whole damn song yeah. is a positive I affirmation. Love, when I tell you I love that song... Yeah. I play it all the time and then I'm just like um, it applies to my niece like I have two nieces one is she's a little bit lighter on the lighter side yep she's brown but she's still a little bit lighter on the 
other side. And then my youngest niece, she's, you know, she's brown. That's my, that's that's my chocolate, chocolate baby. She's my chocolate drop. You know, yeah. I call it chocolate drop. And so it's just like, because I know she's growing up and mm-hmm. I know that she's going to experience, because even though we try to talk about colorism, we try to talk about it and really get it out of the People community. People can be ugly. It's still there. Yep. And so I already know, like, she's going to experience that. Mm-hmm. And to know, like, to know that she's still beautiful exactly. regardless. yes. Maya Velda. Yes. Props to my babe. Yes. She chocolate as fuck. And I love and it. And I love it. Yeah. And can I tell you, she's always been square shoulders, mm-hmm. nose up, because I'm confident and I know I'm beautiful. Yep. And yes, I'm black, but so? So what? I'm still beautiful. And you can't take that away from me. Not my skin, at all. my my the the um the complexion that I have mm-hmm. does not define my beauty. It does not. It does not define how I should feel about myself. And I I love that damn track for that. I yes. thought of her when I when I heard that song. I was just like, yes, yes, because she would never allow me to feel mm-hmm. like I wasn't pretty. Yeah, or you know, neither but my mom, but yeah. like my teacher, she wore that color. Yeah. And I mean, that's the most important. Like I look at my family, I'm like, oh, my God, like we have beautiful brown, dark skin in our family. And I'm like, I am so proud of that. Yeah. My mom is a. Oh, yeah. Man. Rich. My grandmother. Yep. My cousins, you know, like my uncle, they're, you know, no, they all kind of brown, too. Um, My grandmother and my great grandmother were both uh, skies color. Okay, So like. I was chocolate. Mm-hmm. I was chocolate. Yeah, I was like, cho- like, I remember, like, as a kid, my grandma was like, don't you get out the sun, you're going to get dark. And I'm like, oh, so? Oh, yeah. And my mom used to feel the same way, but it's because I, of I societal so. influence. And then I realized, I'm like, okay, I'm dark. Who cares? What, you scared of your color? I love my color. <laughs> I ain't going to sun, I'm not going to sunburn. How about that? I love that? my color. I may get a shade or two dark and it's okay. I had all like all the the white girls were like in in school. They were mm-hmm. like, man, like I have like a sunburn and you know my skin's mm-hmm. peeling. I was like, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that sunburn. Mm-mm, that ain't me. Sun don't do me like that. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, so it's just like you know, like I said, Beyonce, Blue Ivy, yeah, and uh, was it Burner Boy or African Boy? Yeah. Uh, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we're wrong. butchering the name a little bit. Yeah. We know who we're talking about. Um, But amazing song. Yes. Amazing song. Yes. And it, that's how, for the women who are light-skinned, that's how you can praise and support. Yeah. Yeah. Darker, complected women. Welcoming this this light-skinned versus dark-skinned bullshit. Because you still black. You still black. So, you you know, like, if you know, you're coming across a dude, like, oh, yeah, I like, you know, like, and it's so funny because, like, if you look at the songs, all the songs have always been Red Bones. Yeah. So you got this one song, they like, they talking about us. I'm like, they really talking about us dark skin, but, you know. Right. Our brown skin. But, okay. Not bright. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's <laughs> that's just a way that you can support. And acknowledge. And acknowledge. That's it. Yeah. But shout out to Beyonce. That was our um, Get Wasted Wednesday. Yeah. You know, she is an inspiration. Yeah, she is. You know, she goes, yes, she goes hard. So shout out to her, for real. Yeah. And I hope you listen to our podcast. Yes. Jacqueline Wasted. <laughs> Get I'm wasted. claiming you, you and Drake. Y'all gonna shout us out. I swear. One day. Yeah. Know what's gonna happen. Y'all gonna shout us out. Drake, we talk about you on every fucking episode. <laughs> Stop playing with me. <laughs> well, that concludes. Yeah. The see random. You. See you the week at the next. Yep. 
Thanks for joining us this week. Make sure you follow us on our social media handles. Follow us on Instagram at Chocolate Wasted PD. Like us on Facebook at Chocolate Wasted. And you can go ahead and tweet us on, um, on our Twitter page at Chalk Wasted Pod. And make sure you like, share, subscribe for us, write a review. We'd love to hear from you. Drop some topics you'd like to hear us discuss in our upcoming episodes. Definitely catch us the week after next for another episode presented by Chocolate Wasted.